Oh, not too bad. Good morning, John and Mel. Andrew, of course, everyone is talking about uh, this crazy thing. That It sounds crazy to me. Yeah, craziness in the market for sure. <laughs> this GameStop frenzy, how a uh, massive game store retailer who was losing money, about to close 450 stores, becomes the hottest investment ticket of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely crazy. I mean, it's not just GameStop. I mean, there's other stocks included in that, including AMC Theaters or AMC Networks. Um, but this, you know, this retail frenzy, I guess we'll call it, um, has been going on for a few weeks, but really hit its peak last week. And, and really emanating from a online forum, Reddit, uh, where investors are gathering. Uh, and it really stemmed from this whole argument that, you know, somehow retail investors were being disenfranchised. They d- were not getting treated as fairly as the big investors out there, the big institutional funds. And there were some that were shorting stocks like GameStop. Uh, and so, you know, that basically went out to squeeze them. In other words, let's buy as many of these shares as we can, drive up the price, and that's really going to stick it to those that are short the stock. Well, I mean, you just nailed on the head, John. This is a company that doesn't have fantastic fundamentals to begin with. Uh, analysts are looking maybe a year from now as a target for the stock price of $33. Well, guess where it's trading? It's trading at $325, uh, way above that fundamental or that, that projected range. But we have learned time and time again that when things are trading very high that do not actually have that value, Bad stuff starts yeah, to happen. It becomes a bubble. Well, I think it is a bubble right now, and, and it's, it's kind of an emotionally driven bubble. So, you know, not all investors on the retail side that piled into GameStop last week or the week before um, are still holding it. Some have, you know, gotten out, which is smart. I would advise anyone that's gotten into it and is sitting at three twenty-five to probably get out. Um, so some have, but some are finding it very difficult to sell the stock. They're holding it, and some are even trying to buy more of it it almost becomes an emotional thing where, you know, I've got to do this as a badge of honor. Mm. That it's, it's, it's retail investors versus Wall Street, which is kind of misled because if you take a look at these stocks and take a look at who the biggest holders are, you will find that the biggest holders typically are the big institutional uh, money managers. Now, not, not the biggest hedge funds necessarily, which is what they were trying to go after. But, you know, think about Goldman Sachs. Think about BlackRock. These are typically your biggest holders. So if you step back a bit and say, okay, who are you trying to hurt? Answer Wall Street. Well, guess what? You just made Wall Street a lot richer. Right. Um, and, I'll, and I'll give you another example, and it's happening as we speak. Over the weekend, people in this forum, this retail investor forum, have been piling into silver. Silver this morning is trading north of $30 an ounce. Uh, and the same thing. It's, it's somebody said something last week, like people are shorting silver, let's go after them. Well, really, no one's been shorting silver on mass. So mm. this media now is starting to spread. Interesting. Now, how will it all end? Like, What, what do you see this wrapping up? Are, are we going to have a major financial crisis from this? Well, some people have been worrying that, you know, is there a systemic, systemic risk to this? So last week, for example, you know, a couple of the hedge funds had to ask for money. In fact, you know, the online brokerages, the, these brokerages now that are offering free commission, uh, like Robinhood, uh, had to get additional capital because 
when you're a broker, you have to put up so much money to the clearinghouses so that the market functions. And last week, we saw some of these brokerages having to suspend buying in various stocks, uh, having to raise capital. So, you know, there is a risk. Um, I think the biggest risk, though, to be quite honest, John, is really to the individuals that are getting swept up in this. I mean, again, think about it. Is this brick-and-mortar games company worth $325 a share? And, you know, I can't find a single analyst out there that can put the numbers together to validate that. So at some point, the market has to come back to fundamentals. And at some point, these stocks are going to go back and trade at the levels that they're supposed to trade at based on their businesses. And that means if people were buying, I don't know, game stock at $100 and now they're up, you know, $225 and they hold it and they don't sell it, well, then they're going to be in for a lot of pain when the company stock actually does go down. So I think, you know, there is going to be some pain that's going to happen, John, for sure. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk to the Town. If folks want to talk to you more about this, get some more explanation, I know that you provide all kinds of great information with newsletters and regular webinars. Yeah, absolutely, John. So actually on Friday we put out a newsletter on this whole short squeeze mania, uh, just really trying to educate people on the risks involved. Um, So they can go to our website, pilegroup.ca, John. They can find the newsletters that we put up out there. Uh, We're also doing a conference call this Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock. They can find details on that, on how to sign up for it. Andrew Pyle is from the Pyle Group, Scotia Wealth Management. Thanks for joining us here and talking to the town. My pleasure. Thanks, John and Mel. You guys have a fantastic week.